Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee Talk with Drea. It's been so long since I've last said that. I think the last time I said that was in March, but we're back for a new season, and we are better than ever. And I'm going to be just updating you guys on everything that you've missed. I've been kind of missing on some platforms like Instagram, my podcast, and here and there on TikTok. So I will just update you guys on everything that's been going on in my life and obviously my favorite coffees currently. So let's get into today's episode. Let's get into coffees. So Starbucks obviously released their pumpkin flavors last week and Dunkin' released them pretty early as well. I'm going to say right now I am not a fan of Dunkin's pumpkin flavor. So that's kind of disappointing but it's fine. And also, for some reason, the pumpkin from Starbucks this year tastes a little different. I don't know what it is, but the cold brew just seems a little different this year. I don't know if that's the same for everyone else, but for me, it definitely tastes different. There has been a coffee shop I've been going to a lot recently, and they have this flavor of, like, obviously, like, syrup, and it is pumpkin praline, and it is so good. That is like my recent addiction because it's this cute little coffee shop and there's a little pastry store next door and it is just amazing. Usually I'll go in and I'll get like a cream cheese type of pastry because I love like cheesecake type of desserts. So those are always my go-to and my current go-to at that coffee shop right now is a pumpkin praline latte iced. Of course, we only drink iced here and also they have this drink called a spicy cougar it is so good. It's like this mocha with like cinnamon and it's so amazing. I don't know. I've never had anything like that before. So that was really good. So those are two of my favorites at this cute little coffee shop that I've been going to. And at Starbucks, it's kind of just been, you know, not there for me. I've been going to Starbucks recently and not liking my orders that much. So I've been going to this little coffee shop and they've been doing me right. So let me know some new coffee orders from Starbucks. I needed to switch it up. Maybe I was going too much because honestly, I go every day or every other day. So maybe I'm just getting sick of my order, which is just a iced caramel macchiato upside down. Blonde espresso with a ristretto shot. Very yummy. I like it, but I think I'm sick of it. You can't drink the same thing every day, or at least I can't. I'm not that type of person that likes the same thing every single day. I can only have it for so long until I get like sick of it and I'm like get it out of my face so I think the main thing is the cute little coffee shop that I've been going to that is number one in my life right now the spicy cougar and the pumpkin praline so let me know your guys's favorite orders currently because I will be trying some and I will be reviewing them and if they are not iced I will still try them but we will see if I will like them also I don't know if you guys have Big B's near you, but there's a coffee shop called Big B. I don't know how popular it is in other states, but in the fall time, they have warm cider with like caramel inside and it is to die for. I don't like hot drinks that much, but that is one hot drink I will always love. The hot cider with caramel. Something about that when you're waking up super early, you are super cold, you go to your car and you're like, I just need something warm. That is fall in a cup right there. It is so good. Oh, and they have cinnamon on it. Oh, and they had whipped cream on it last time too. 
So that is just like, honestly, it's like a dessert in the morning because it is very sweet, but it's like so good. Like, and you have to like enjoy it because it stays hot for so long. Like I'm sipping it for at least two and a half hours. So yeah, that's my little coffee update. You know, I'm still a nice coffee girl here till I die. So yeah. All right. Now we're going to talk about why I stopped the podcast for a little bit. So I think my last episode was in March. And following that, I had removed all episodes from every platform except like a couple that I, you know, collabed with some people on, but I removed every episode. And I remember the day that I decided I wanted to stop the podcast and remove all the episodes. I was feeling very overwhelmed. I felt like I had shared too much and it made me more anxious on top of all the other anxiousness that I was feeling. I had felt like, oh my gosh, I'm sharing too much. I'm all these people know my feelings. All these people know what I'm going through. This is so overwhelming. I've never had this many people listening about what I'm going through. And it was almost uncomfortable. And I knew that some people in my personal life listened to my podcasts. And I knew that they would hear that I was going through all this stuff. And it almost felt like awkward to me if that makes sense. It felt awkward that I was going to see these people who probably have listened to my podcast. And all I could think about was them thinking about the things I've talked about. I know that kind of sounded like a big word vomit, but to kind of explain it in a shorter way, it was just too overwhelming that I had all this feelings and explanations onto the internet. And doing social media you share a lot of personal stuff. And especially with what I do, I share about my weight loss journey. I share about the things I've gone through with my weight loss and just like the things I've been dealing with after weight loss, like how I feel towards people treating me and how I feel like now with my body. It was just so much of what I've gone through all out into these little episodes. And I was like, I can't believe that I've shared all this. This is too overwhelming. I need to take it all back. I don't want people to listen because it's too scary to think about all these people listening to the things I've gone through and the things I am going through still after weight loss. So stopping the podcast felt best for me at the time. And I knew that I needed to work on myself a lot. I am now, when you guys are listening to this, 22. Um, It is scary getting older and it is scary thinking about the future and honestly at that point when I had stopped the podcast I also wanted to stop everything with social media and just kind of abandon it if that makes sense to you guys you guys are probably like why would you do that why why would you want to do that and it was almost like because I don't know how much more I can share without breaking and I knew that since I was feeling those feelings, I definitely needed to take a break and I definitely needed to take a step back and reevaluate like all the things I was saying, all the things I was doing. I just knew that it was more of a time to kind of focus on myself. So stopping the podcast just felt best, like I said. And I just want to say that I'm so thankful that you guys are still excited to listen to episodes. I think that with what I'm about to say next in these couple next segments, you guys will kind of understand where I'm coming from and now where I'm at in my life because I'm not 100% like okay all the time 
right now, but I think I'm better. And I think that I'm doing better because I know that it's okay to not be 100% all the time. And sometimes we run low on energy and that's normal. And every single person needs rest. Every single person needs a break. Like, especially with working and school and whatever you're doing, you need rest regardless of like what you're doing. You just need rest. It is so important for our bodies and our minds and all of that. So that's why I stopped, but we are back and I am so excited to be back and I have a lot to share now and I feel comfortable doing so. All right, so let's do an update on my anxiety. Before I ended the podcast, a lot of my episodes had mentioned me being anxious and how I was dealing with it and all the things going on. So I promise you guys that like my next episodes won't be dealing with all this anxiety because I really just want to get it out and say like where I am now and where I was. So when I had stopped my podcast, I was feeling very anxious and I had developed a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms such as picking out my skin, uncontrollable gagging. I know that sounds so weird, but it was very weird for me too. I also bit my nails a lot. I was scratching at my skin and those were a lot of the things I was doing because I was so anxious. I felt anxious in a lot of times where I felt like people didn't like me and I felt like there was a problem and I didn't know what the problem was and I didn't know how to resolve it almost. And that just kept building up and building up in me. And when someone doesn't like me, I almost feel like, what did I do wrong? And how can I improve myself? And I know that's kind of like not the best way to look at it. My boyfriend is a very good example of this, I feel like, because he is very go with the flow. If someone doesn't like him and if he thinks that someone thinks he's annoying, he doesn't really mind. He doesn't care. He lets it roll off his shoulders because he says that like it doesn't matter what someone thinks of him because he knows who he is. And that's kind of where I wanted to be because I was like all throughout my weight loss and before my weight loss, I had just these overwhelming like times where I was like, oh, do these people like me? Like, I just want to be liked by them because I feel like no one likes me because I'm overweight. So I need to overcompensate in certain areas like gift giving and making people laugh and trying to be likable because I felt like they didn't like the way I looked. They didn't like that I was overweight. And obviously these were a lot of things that I was telling myself. And I have worked through these in therapy a little bit because I took a break from therapy for a while and I jumped back into it around two weeks ago and we're kind of hashing those things out still. But that's a lot of where my anxiety was coming from was not feeling liked by people or feeling like I was just over just an overwhelming person that I felt my feelings too much. I do think I am a sensitive person and I do tend to cry a lot. I if you ask like any of my friends like anything could make me cry and I don't think it makes me a overwhelming person. I just think that I feel feelings very deeply and I like that about myself sometimes. I do like that I can understand people's feelings and I do like that I can understand feelings to a certain depth and I just needed to realize that I can like that about myself and if someone doesn't like that about me then that's okay. I don't need to be overwhelmed by that. I also felt like 
my friends sometimes noticed my anxiety and I almost just felt like they probably don't want to be my friend anymore because I'm probably too much to deal with. And again, these were thoughts that I was putting into my head. And that's just a lot of where my anxiety was rooting from. And there were a couple of other things too. But like I said, why I stopped my podcast is because I felt like maybe I was sharing too much that was too personal. So I don't want to go too much into that. But I do know that my anxiety was really coming from a place where I just didn't feel liked by anyone and it was really hard to work through and I'm still working through it now and I'm still trying to realize that I do not need the approval of others and I do not need to strive for anyone's approval or just liking of me type of thing, you know? I hope that makes sense. I hope this isn't a word vomit, but I think that's the best way I can explain it is that I'm starting to realize that I don't need to feel anxious about these certain times and these certain situations where people may be upset with me or may not like me because honestly, I've done my part of trying to heal those things and if I can't do anything further than that, then that's on the person to maybe talk to me about it then going forward because I can only say so much and I can only do so much for them until they talk to me. So hopefully that made sense because that's kind of where it was all coming from and I'm doing better. I still get anxious from time to time about other things too. I know that was a huge part of it, like the main thing, but I think that anxiety comes and goes with me ghost with me? Yeah, I don't know. But I'm happier where I'm at now and I understand my feelings a little bit more. Um, I also was kind of feeling anxious when people felt disappointed in me or I always wondered, oh, is this person going to be disappointed in me or is this person going to think this of me? And so as you guys can see, I tend to care a lot about what people think about me, but I'm working on that. And I think I'm doing better and sometimes um, it feels good to hear like the people around me tell me that they notice a change, um, especially because I spend a lot of time with my boyfriend hearing him say that I'm dealing with things a lot better and that I can he can see that I'm just feeling better and just happier and not reacting in certain ways and just feels better to get better. And you know, it is okay to go to therapy and okay to do that because I think there's a big stigma of it feeling like you have to be crazy to go to like therapy or whatever because people say like, oh, you are mentally unstable. You are this, you are that if you go to that. And that's not true at all. You are, <laughs> you are just not those things. And I think I'm starting to realize that more too. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with my anxiety. I'm doing better. And, of course, it will linger here and there, but, yeah. So, like I said, this podcast episode is definitely going to be just a huge update. So, if you don't know me, then you should probably take a scroll onto my Instagram or my TikTok. My TikTok is Drea Vesquez, D-R-E-A-V-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. And my Instagram is fitness, W Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A. And you can just see, like what my story is and kind of more about that. But 
as you guys know, I've lost over 100 pounds and um, I got loose skin removal in 2021. So this summer I was dealing with a lot of body dysmorphia as well. And um, actually recently though, I've been feeling a lot better about myself and it's felt really good to feel good about myself. Um, it's only been these past like two weeks, especially with going back to therapy, but this summer I had dealt with a lot of body dysmorphia and not really liking myself and feeling like I looked big and it's not bad to be bigger and it's not bad to have like extra weight on you. I think for myself, I was just feeling like I don't want people to point out that I've lost progress and I think being on social media it heightened my body dysmorphia because I knew that people knew I lost weight and they were expecting me to not gain it back and those were again unhealthy thoughts that me thinking oh all these people are just waiting for me to gain weight back they're waiting for me to gain weight so that they can point it out and those are just like I said unhealthy thoughts I was dealing with a lot of body dysmorphia because summer is just a very exposed clothing type of season because you you gotta wear shorts you gotta wear short sleeves it's hot out you don't want to you know put yourself in a sauna by wearing a hoodie and leggings in the summer heat it's just not fun and I did that all of my time when I was overweight I wore a lot of winter clothing in the summer because I didn't want people to see my body and this summer I jumped right back into that and it was the worst feeling ever but recently it's gotten a lot better I've been telling myself I look good right now and I don't need to worry about what my arms look like and I don't need to worry about what my legs look like in these shorts my pants went on fine my shirt went on fine I look good and that's a good feeling so I dealt with a lot of body dysmorphia this summer, and I feel like a lot of girls can also relate to just feeling sometimes uncomfortable in the summer, especially if you don't exactly feel comfortable in your skin at the time you're at. I think body dysmorphia is a really frustrating thing to deal with because you could see one thing in the mirror and you can see another thing in a photo and you can see another thing when you look down at yourself. So dealing with body dysmorphia. It's just a very handful type of emotions to deal with. So like I said, I've been getting better with it and I've been feeling very confident recently and I hope that it continues that way because I haven't felt like this in a long time. Even when I was right after my weight loss, freshly out of it, I didn't feel this comfortable and it feels good to feel comfortable. It feels good to put something on and not overthink it. So that's kind of where I'm at with my body dysmorphia and I'm working on it. It was a very hard summer to get through, but I'm really glad where I'm at now. So you guys know that I was supposed to run in the Detroit Marathon. I am no longer running the Detroit Marathon. This year I dealt with a lot of emotions with running and overall I just feel like this was a very emotional beginning of the year for me for some reason. I got my loose skin removal surgery last summer and this whole year I've been just kind of dealing with navigating through what this new like body is and how to 
work with it because my body does feel different after surgery. It doesn't feel the same when I run and it doesn't feel the same when I work out. And there are different things I feel when I work out now and it wasn't the same. So after surgery, I felt just very like uncomfortable in my body because it was a brand new body basically. And running felt uncomfortable for a little bit and it didn't feel natural anymore. It felt like I had to retrain myself and start from the beginning. And I was putting myself down a lot. I was thinking, I can't believe that I've added minutes onto my mile. I can't believe that I'm slow. I can't believe that I can't run this far. I can't believe that I can't do this. Like I was just being so negative to myself. It was outrageous. And with training for the marathon, I was constantly just putting myself down. And all I was really thinking was like, is it worth it to go through with this? If I'm not mentally prepared to run this, why am I forcing myself to? Why am I making myself so upset about a couple of minutes added onto my mile? Why am I so upset over these little things? Like, this is not a good headspace to be in when you want to run a 26-mile race. And that is honestly why I decided to not go through with it. It was a very hard decision because like I said, with my anxiety, I tend to think people will be disappointed in me. I tend to think that people will just look down on me when I make certain decisions. But at the end of the day, I knew that this decision with not running it and just waiting to run it next year and deferring it till next year was the best decision for me. And right when I deferred from it, it almost felt like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders. And I'm happy with my decision now. So honestly, it felt kind of hard to do it because I felt like, man, I trained and I've been training and I don't know really what to do now. And it honestly sucked for the first day, but it did feel like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. But since deferring from my race that is in October, I have been jumping right back into my old hobbies such as tennis and just other things that I love to do. And it feels so good and it feels so good to not think about running right now because running has been my life for the past like four or five years and it feels good to have a break. It feels good to not be thinking about running and making my time better and preparing for a race. It just feels so good. So I think running will always still be my love and I can't wait to hop back into it and actually train for a marathon because I still want to and running is still my love and it's so dramatic. Oh, running is my love, but really I do genuinely love running so much, but I knew that it was healthy for me to defer from the race. So I am no longer running in the marathon and it's hard to say because I really wanted to and it would feel really cool to finish that, but it's not my time and I know it's not my time and that's okay. And I can't wait to cheer on my friends that do and I can't wait to train for the next one. So yeah, I've been playing tennis. I love playing tennis. Tennis is such a fun thing that I've never really gotten into until last year and getting better at something because for so long I felt like I was only good at running and so to get better at something else it feels good to know that I can do all these things still. So yeah, 
that's my update with my running. So now that the heavy stuff is kind of out of the way, let's talk about some more lighthearted stuff. Like I said, I'm trying new things. I am getting back into tennis and I love tennis. It gives me just like this adrenaline rush like no other. I just haven't played like a sport like that in a while. So having a partner, my boyfriend that also loves playing is a plus for me because he always wants to play. And it's just been really fun to try that. And also, I've been getting back into photography. I love taking photos and I've been teaching myself how to edit and I've been teaching myself just how to do all these cool things on my camera. And it feels really good to kind of jump into things and kind of see these skills that you have because I've kind of centered my whole life around weight loss and I was just losing myself and I kind of just wanted to know myself more. And that's the thing with social media. I felt like I lost touch with myself a little bit because all I was ever posting about was weight loss. And I was like, I want everyone to see that there is more to me. I'm not just someone who lost weight. I am someone who is caring for others. I love my friends so hardly. And I just want people to know that there is more to me than just weight loss. And this summer, I've tried to kind of do a slow but steady transfer into fitness, life, and weight loss, but just have a good mix of it all so that I didn't feel lost because I was just feeling lost because that's what everything I was talking about was, was just weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. And I want people to remember that you can lose weight, but there is still like all these other beautiful things to life than just weight loss. It's a very like important thing that happened in my life. Obviously, I still think it's a huge accomplishment that I did, but I think that there's so much more to talk about than just what we look like and what we're doing with our body because there are so many other things that we could talk about. So I just wanted to kind of steady but slowly like move into a more general type of thing. Of course, I'm going to talk about weight loss still, and I'm going to talk about my journey all the time still, but I wanted to add other aspects. So that's what you guys are going to be seeing from me more on TikTok and Instagram and my podcast is just more than just weight loss. I know you guys love it. I know you guys want to hear and don't worry. There's going to be still a ton of it and still a ton of fitness stuff and all the other things, but you guys are going to be seeing a lot more of me because I feel like that's how I can stay connected to myself while also staying connected and showing you guys what you want to see. I also have been just realizing how grateful I am for everything in my life and all the relationships that I have in my life. Me and my boyfriend have hit three years this year and kind of just feeling like just so happy because it feels good to know that I've had someone in my life for that long that's stayed by my side and has gone through all the good and the ugly with me. It feels very good. And also with my friends as well. I have really great friends and I might not tell them all the time, but I feel like I'd be very lost without them. My friends are like a lot of, they're a lot of my friends. I don't have many friends, I'd say, but I have a good core group of people in my life that just kind of, I know that if I ever needed to really talk that they would always be there. And there are a lot of friends and certain ones who just can listen to my feelings so 
well and I feel so heard by them. So I'm just so grateful for those relationships and how supported I feel with what I'm doing with my life. So yeah, that's basically kind of all the new things that I've been doing and how I've been feeling with that. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I am so excited to be back with you guys and um, just share this podcast with anyone that you feel like could be dealing with some of these things because I feel like sometimes we don't always talk about these things with our friends and we don't really share these ways that we're feeling. So maybe you can just share this podcast with your friends and tell them, hey, maybe you should listen to this. Maybe you've been feeling this way. Maybe we can talk about it. It's always great to start a conversation, but I am so happy to be back with you guys and sharing. Like I said, always share your coffee order with me over on my Instagram at fitnesswithandrea, but F-I-T-N-E-S-S-W-A-N-D-R-E-A on Instagram, fitnesswandrea, and on TikTok at Drea Vesquez, D-R-E-A-V-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week, and I'm so happy that we got to have this little catch-up, and I can't wait to share what else I have in store for you guys. So, like I said, share this podcast with your friends. Give it a five-star if you're feeling so gracious to do so, and yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Love you and goodbye.